Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT Wellness Podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of Centerlink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, welcome back to another edition of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. If any of the stories that I'm about to discuss with you are of interest, you can head over to our blog at blog.lgbthealthlink.org, where you can find links to all of the stories that we're about to discuss. Now let's jump into our first story of the week, Queer Women and Marijuana. Medicalresearch.com interviewed the authors of a new study on marijuana, which found that 40% of bisexual women used the substance within the past year, compared to 26% of lesbian women and 10% of heterosexual women. With respect to daily use of marijuana, the gap was even higher. Only 1.5% of heterosexual women said that they used marijuana daily, compared to 6% of lesbian women, which is about four times difference, and 10% of bisexual women, which is about seven times more than heterosexual women. Meanwhile, looking at medical marijuana use, bisexual women and lesbian women were just about equal, um, at 5.5 versus 5% um, respectively but only 1% of heterosexual women reported medical usage. So overall, some huge gaps between uh, heterosexual, lesbian, and bisexual women, but we see that bisexual women, even compared to lesbian women, um, had really big um, desperate use of marijuana with respect to illicit use in particular. And I think that's why, you know, the researchers were concerned about the impact here. Um, Probably not as much with medical marijuana where, you know, there's a doctor monitoring the situation um, and there's no, you know, risk of um, criminal penalty, um, but a little bit concerning to see bisexual women with such desperate use of illicit marijuana, knowing the the health consequences that can come with that sometimes, and also the legal consequences uh, in states where it's not currently legal. Next up, campaign aims to stop HIV together. The CDC launched a new website with resources designed around the newly announced plan to end the HIV epidemic by 2030. These include the Let's Stop HIV Together campaign, which has a library of resources for digital download or print ordering. They also published an embeddable widget that helps people to find nearby HIV prevention resources, including PrEP. That's great because uh, finding access to PrEP from a provider who knows how to prescribe it and is willing to and is going to do so in a non-judgmental atmosphere is a challenge noted by a lot of LGBT folks in particular. If you're interested in checking out the campaign, you can go to cdc.gov slash stophivtogether or as always, head on over to our blog if you want the link to each of the individual uh, parts of the campaign that I mentioned. In our next story, one in seven trans people faced conversion. Physicians Weekly shared new research on conversion therapy facing transgender people. One in seven trans people say that a professional counselor has attempted to make them undergo this therapy to change their gender identity, despite it having been uh, widely found to not work and actually have major negative health impacts for the individual who's subjected to it. Furthermore, 1 in 20 trans people face such treatment just within the past five years, which kind of puts to bed the idea that maybe this was happening decades ago, but it's no longer the case. Unfortunately, that's not so, or so says uh, this study. Only a minority of states have so far banned the practice of conversion therapy. 
Next up, same-sex fathers benefit least. The Reuters Foundation shared a new study finding that same-sex fathers had less access to paternal leave than did others, receiving equal benefits in only 12% of the countries that were included in the study. Same-sex mothers fared better, but still only received equitable time in 60% of the countries studied. This research may inform those who are seeking to expand such benefits in the U.S. on how to make sure that they're doing so equitably so that LGBT folks can benefit equally as others. In our next story, Black Queer Women and Resilience. OZY explored resilience among Black LGBT women, particularly with respect to mental health. The author notes that some research has found that bisexual and lesbian Black women were less likely to experience depression than were their white and Latinx peers, and posits that family and community support and high self-esteem might serve as protective factors for Black LGBT women. And in our final story of the week, call issued for inclusive HIV research. A group of transgender researchers, providers, and advocates published an article on the importance of including trans people in research being conducted about their communities. They also proposed ways to ensure that trans people are represented in planning and delivering health conferences, including using best practices to gather data on people who are prospective presenters at these conferences. It's a great article because When you're reading health literature like I do, or you're listening to it like you all are right now, it's hard to know who's contributing to that research, and we sometimes have to kind of uh, hope for the best in terms of the research having been inclusive and the people being informed about the trans community. Um, And that's unfortunate that, you know, that's not always the case. So it's great to see a call to action on this. Um, And certainly a great goal that research that's being done about the trans community is including some of the great trans professionals who are out there doing uh, really high quality research on their own community today. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the LGBT Wellness Roundup. This is Corey signing off for LGBT HealthLink. Again, if you're interested in learning more about any of the stories that we have discussed, just head on over to our blog at blog.lgbthealthlink.org so that you can follow up and read the articles for yourself. Um, And as always, please remember to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already, and go ahead and give us um, a rating and some comments if you'd like us to incorporate some ideas into future editions of the podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week.